Come in. Hey, Dad. What's wrong, bud? Well, you know, my friends and I are making a podcast right Yeah, okay. But we really want to reach a lot of people. And? We are really struggling to find the right platform to launch ours with. I know you and your friends decided to go with Anger.fm. Well, it is free. Yeah, I know. They have creation tools that let you record and edit your episodes right from your phone or computer. I know, but how did you get all those other places to put your show on? That's because Anchor.fm helps you easily distribute your podcast on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, and more. Wait, they do all that for you? For free? With no listener minimum? You can't go wrong with Anchor.fm. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Wow, thanks, Dad. Just make sure you go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome to the Wicked Things podcast. Haven, the story of lightning is one of the few story series created specifically for younger listeners. This is a fast-paced story full of magic, conspiracy, fantasy, talking animals, and exploration of a primeval world that awaits the listener. We hope you enjoy. After completing this day's ritualistic course around the island to bring about the continued renewal of the veil, the herd crossed the sprawling meadow to find their secret grotto, a sacred place for reflection and the rest of the unicorn herd. The grotto sprawls wide enough for each unicorn to have their own place for rest that each calls their own. After entering, they each find their way into their chosen space allowing each to retire as the day ends. Lightning loves to watch the sky at the day's end, as the sky turns from a majestic blue to subtle purple to gossamer black. Lightning took a breath of the evening air. He adores the smell of the fresh-blooming night jasmine that surrounds the unicorn grotto. He studied the other unicorns relaxing in their dens. He lowered his head as he became overcome by feelings of guilt. They deserve so much better than me. Lightning recalled the words of his uncle. Keeper is the oldest and wisest animal in all of Haven. It is his duty to record the secrets of our island and its inhabitants. His chest swelled and determination flared behind his eyes. Lightning well used his private time and sought Keeper's help. He was positive that if anyone on the island could help him, the ancient Galapagos tortoise was the best option. He waited until the other unicorns were with their families and distracted. He slipped across the grotto and out into the night before anyone could spot him. Shadow approached his daughter Tremere's den grim determination on his face to address the disrespectful child. He paused, hearing many voices inside. He chuckled to himself as he observed her attempt at a rally against the establishment's dated alpha selection process. Tremere paused once she spotted her father. She waded through her clueless followers. She stopped before Shadow, buffing her chest. What do you want, Dad? The entourage of clueless followers made faces and scowled at Shadow. What do you think you're doing? Shadow demanded. Tremere laughed and her followers chuckled along. You are too old to understand. I will be the next alpha of the unicorn herd. Shadow recoiled at the stupidity of his own flesh and blood. Not possible. 
Tremere stepped nose to nose with Shadow, being goaded into confrontation by her gathered followers. She snorted down her nose at Shadow. Look, Dad, I get it. You didn't have enough friends to help you get Alpha, so you lost to Uncle Thunder and I didn't, and I refused to step aside for lightning. Shadow cracked his neck, releasing some of his building tension. That's not how it works, he growled at her obvious ignorance. Tremere's followers backed away as they all knew the stories of his anger. Tremere rolled her eyes and rallied her goons. Oh, look, everyone, there it is, Shadow's legendary anger. Shadow glared at his daughter, angry at her statement about the past. He closed his eyes and lowered his head, but everyone could hear him counting from one to ten under his breath. Tremere spat disrespect at Shadow. What are you going to do, Dad? Hit me? With everyone watching? Thunder will exile you in an instant. Shadow ground his teeth and a snarl pulled at the corners of his mouth. Tremere's entourage laughed and pointed at Shadow, though he remained silent in the face of their insults. She spoke to ensure the moment was all about her. Dad, Unlike you, I have thorn from the Animal Council and others to make sure I'm the next Alpha. How? the entourage asked Tremere. She smiled. We demand that the animals of Haven get to choose the unicorn's Alpha. She spun to face Shadow. That way, everyone gets to pick who it will be, rather than you old guys just choosing for us. Shadow examined the spittle at his feet. Really? Please, tell me more. He watched as she pranced around with her head held high in overflowing self-confidence before her thoughtless followers' cheers and smiles. She narrowed her eyes and a condescending expression filled her young face. No, you don't deserve to know more about our plans. What do you think I am, an idiot? Well. Good luck, Shadow offered as he walked away from the confrontation. He smiled, knowing any further words would be lost on Tremere and her followers. Shadow chuckled to himself, knowing the time was right for him to have the conversation with Thorn of the Animal Council. He turned one final time to face his daughter and her gathered friends. Lightning may not deserve to be Alpha, but neither do you. Shadow continued to move away from his daughter's den as her followers fluttered around her to bring emotional support to the crippling wound inflicted by her father's chosen words. After waiting for the right moment, he slipped out of the grotto to go find this thawn. He gave a momentary pause as he watched lightning cross the last of the sprawling meadow, illuminated by the light of the full moon. Lightning crossed the meadow carefully, to not alert anyone of his passing. It determined him to reach Keeper at his cave, concealed deep within the swamp. He could hear the animals of the meadow deep in their burrows, snoring at the late hour. Lightning smiled, knowing he was well on his way to find the answers he so needed. Lightning knew something was following him in the last of the meadow's tall grass. He paused as his heart quickened and his eyes widened with terror. Who 
could be. He jumped high into the air and screamed as the words, Wait up! What are you doing? Rather than give a response, he broke into a run that carried him deep into the marshes that surrounded the swamp. Help me! He screamed as he ran. Wait up! Slick and Slicker yelled out as they gave chase from the tall grass. Lightning ran so fast he never heard the words from his friends. They lost sight of him charging headlong into the marsh. He had become well concealed by the mud that flew high into the air with each step. Slick leaned into his brother, Slicker, jabbing him with an elbow. Good job, it will take a miracle for us to catch up with him now. Slicker rubbed his arm and groaned. Why do you suppose he's going in there? The twins shook their heads in disbelief, then tried to catch up with Lightning. Lightning had crossed deep into the swamp due to his panic before he realized where he was. He caught his breath and made sure no one was following him. Should have watched the tall grass better. His eyes widened and darted from side to side as his ears took notice of something rustling along the ground, just below the low fog. What are you looking for? A voice called out from below the fog. Who said that? Lightning demanded as he stared at the fog around his hooves. A black and white tail poked upwards out of the fog and moved around. Thanks to the movement of the black and white tail, Lightning stared face to face with a skunk. Me, the skunk announced, pointing to her chest. The folks around here call me Striper, Striper offered. Lightning was having a hard time seeing Striper, so he focused on his horn and offered a warm and radiant golden light. The golden light warmed just as the midday sun would everything it came in contact with. Thanks, that feels great. Striper adored the warmth. Striper's face twisted into an expression of growing confusion. She rubbed her chin for a long moment before asking, So, you got a name? Embarrassment took hold of Lightning in his body language as he lowered his head in shame of not offering a proper greeting. Familiar voices yelled his name. Lightning, where did you go? Slick and Slicker's voices echoed across the marsh. Striper took aim at Lightning, with her tail in her hands like a rifle. Who sent you? Was it Tremere? I told her I wouldn't help her become the next Alpha, because the Animal Council should not interfere in unicorn business. Lightning jumped backward as he twitched his nose. Sorry, please don't spray me. Striper's eyes narrowed as she took deadly aim at him. I wasn't going to, but if you don't calm down, I'll spray you good. Lightning swallowed and reeled in his emotions. Okay, okay, I'm calm. He offered a large toothy smile to disarm the situation. I am Lightning, son of Thunder, the Unicorn Alpha, and Rain, his mate. Striper curtsied before Lightning. Well, 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 I've never met royalty before. Her curtsy became a low, theatrical bow before Lightning. Then she added, My prince. Lightning stared in disbelief at Striper's ongoing theatrics, his mouth agape. Striper rubbed at her chin once again, then asked, Why are you out at this time of night? 
Lightning sighed. I wanted to talk with Keeper. And, you see, everyone seems set against me becoming the next Alpha. Striper nodded in understanding. After thinking for a long moment about Lightning's words, she asked, What do you think he will do for you? As Lightning prepared to answer her question, both Striper and he noticed something or someone's approach. Striper motioned for Lightning to get rid of the light from his horn, as she prepared to spray whoever dared approach. Lightning would not let her stand alone against this unknown foe, and lowered his head, preparing his horn to charge at the villain. Slick and Slicker erected out of the thick marsh fog close by. Lightning! Where'd you go? Lightning smiled and relaxed, seeing his friends, but then recalled Striper was preparing to fire. Before he could say a single word, Slick and Slicker rolled around on the ground, smearing mud and steel water on themselves, trying to remove the vile-smelling liquid that now covered them. Lightning's mouth hung wide and open, but he could find no words for what happened. Slick and Slicker ran to and fro, gagging and screaming. Why? Why? What did we ever do to you? Striper smiles, licked the tip of her thumb, and straightened the hair at the tip of her tail. Gotcha! Now you better tell us who sent you, or I'll get you again. The twins had rubbed muddy moss and stale water through the other's thick fur. In turn, each would smell themselves and weep that the smell still lingered. Striper shrugged and took careful aim at the twins. Guess I'll take a second time. Fighting back his laughter, Lightning stepped between Striper and the twins. Striper, please stop. They're friends. Striper lowered her tail once again and glared at Lightning. You need to speak up, boy. I almost hosed them down again. At that moment, everyone laughed at the situation. No matter how pitiful the twins looked, with mud, moss, grass, and twigs sticking out of their fur. Slick and Slicker stopped laughing and scowled at their friend Lightning. You know, it's not hilarious. Lightning stopped laughing. Come on, it was kind of funny. The twins agreed and joined in the situation's laughter. After a long period of laughter at the twins' expense, Lightning asked them, Where have you guys been? Last I saw you guys, you were running away from Shadow. Slicker pulled out a shiny round apple. What in heaven is that? Striper asked. So after Shadow chased us away, we wandered around in the forest in search for something to do. That's when we found this, just sitting on the shore. Slick leaned against the shiny apple. Striper poked at it. Smooth, she said. Lightning stepped down on it. Strong, he added. The whole thing is round and shiny, except the hole in the bottom. Slicker rolled it over to show them the hole. Mud and gunk fell out of the hole, revealing tiny ridges inside. Well, you look at that! Slick scratched his chin. Did you find anything else? Striper asked the twins. Yep, we realized we were close to the beach and figured it must have come from there. When we got to the beach, there was a great, big, empty, shiny turtle shell just laying there. 
Striper looked at Lightning. We need to investigate this. Before she could continue, Lightning stated, Take the twins and go look into it. I have to meet with Keeper, but I still need to be back to the grotto before morning. A look on Lightning's face assured his friends that he would join them, if not for the need to meet with Keeper. Then we'll meet tomorrow and discuss this further, Striper said. She then turned to the twins and demanded, Let's get going. Good luck, Lightning. Wasn't that terrific? I can hardly wait for the next episode. This is the Wicked Things Podcast signing off. Until next time, goodbye.